Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Uh, so, they're already talking food crisis. They've been talking that for a while, but I've got some tips for you guys. Uh, grid failures. They're talking about grid failures in the headlines um, today. And Davos warns of painful global transition. Hmm. What is going on? What is happening today, folks? Well, let's see. First of all, I want to talk about some tips, you know, in case uh, the grid goes down, food shortages, food crises. Uh, we all know this is coming. They've been telling us on the headlines now for a good six, seven months. I've been harping about it for over a year. Um, I've actually been planning uh, for a while. Um, you know, COVID hit and uh, the supply chains crashed. People couldn't leave their homes. Uh, we look at Shanghai, China right now where they have like, was it 56 million people or I think it's more than that. Uh, lockdown, they can't leave their apartments. They can't leave their homes. They can't go get groceries. In some cases, they can't even order groceries. Some of them haven't worked in who knows how long. They don't have any money. Um, you know, uh, craziness. Things that we never thought would happen in, in any country. I never thought I would see the totalitarian uh, shutdown and dictatorship and tyranny Um around the globe uh, that I do today. I never thought I would see that in Canada, of all places, Canada. Um, Australia was the big shocker. I I didn't think I would have seen anything like that in Australia, but mm, lo and behold, look what happened. Uh, so you get the UK. Um, of course, you kind of expected it from China, but I mean, I didn't expect it uh, to this degree. In China, but uh, you know, here we are um, checking out things, right? So here's an article, um, guys, and I want you guys to check it out. It's the GatewayPundit.com, GatewayPundit.com, and it's talking about um, experts warn of U.S. grid failures in hot summer months, and is it time uh, to prepare? And so, experts warning that grid failure could come to Texas, the Midwest, and the Western U.S. this summer. Now, I talked about this. A little bit on another podcast that I did the other day. So this is kind of just adding on to that. Giving a little bit more insight um, to that. So it's not all of Texas. Not all of Texas is on ERCOT. Um, but the majority of Texas is. Um, and there's other parts of Texas that are not um, on ERCOT. But um, it looks like Louisiana and some other states are high potential for insufficient operating uh, reserves and nor just normal um, peak conditions in lots of almost all of Texas uh, looks like California and and like oh my goodness we're looking at uh, Montana Oregon Washington uh, Nevada uh, Colorado man my goodness almost all of the Midwest right is is up there so the low uh, that has sufficient operating reserves is more of the East Coast right so Florida. Kentucky, Massachusetts, Maine, uh, Virginia, West Virginia. It looks like the Carolinas look to be pretty good. 
Um, just looking at the, the general laws map there. So, I mean, some of that's okay. But here it says a summer electricity shortage could turn into a food crisis. So, this is what I want to talk about. So, the great failure in the summer means no refrigeration for a lot of grocery stores. And without refrigeration, a food crisis is more than likely uh, to follow. Not to mention all the grain shortages and, and countries and nations hoarding grain. And other countries not being able to export grain. And so... A lot of it's just sitting there, they're rotting right now. And of course, you know, we have the, the fertilizer uh, issues. You know, we can't get fertilizer. And if we can, it's like 100 times or 10 times the cost that it was last year. Seed prices are 10 times the cost. So, I mean, things are like, you can see them moving exponentially uh, quicker and more intense. And everything is beginning to get bigger and badder i would like to say but we all know this worse but it's all getting larger and magnified right well you can just see that these things are all heading towards the tribulation of course in the tribulation these things are going to be i mean exponentially more horrific right but we see the beginning signs and what did jesus tell us because when you see the the beginning of these things what did he say you hold your head up high because your redemption draws near, which means Christ is coming to take his church out of here. And then everything's going to get super bad because that's when Jesus Christ starts opening the seals, right? And that's when things are going to get very, very bad. But right now we see the setup. And uh, so mankind is, is is pushing this along the way. We have the global elitist. Um, They've all had this plan. You got the George Soroses and like all these behind the scenes people. You got the owners of BlackRock. And so all of this stuff is just coming to a head, right? And so it's just moving ever so quickly. And so we look down here and he says, um, we could be looking at a dangerous breaking point this summer. Uh, to get through a food crisis, you're going to need to fill up the pantry, plant a garden and the one that I wanted to stress here was get to know your local farmers. Get to know your local farmers. Now, I live uh, in Texas, and of course, we have a lot of growers, a lot of farmers. Um, but, you know, I always heard it said instead of planting a lawn, you should plant food, right? So, why plant a lawn when you can plant food? So, depending upon where you live... Um, you can grow a garden. Um, you can grow, even if you're in an apartment complex, there's grow lights. You know, if you live in an apartment where you don't get a lot of sunlight, there's grow lights. I mean, look at all the potheads around here. They grow perfectly good pot plants with no sunlight. Okay, I'm just going to let you know it's doable, right? If you can grow a marijuana plant, you most definitely can grow a tomato plant, right? You can grow... Uh, cucumbers, squash. Now, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, I planted squash one year and I had so much squash and zucchini, I could not give it away. And so, doesn't take but a couple plants. So, you know, there's ways of doing thing, things like that, right? There's um, the vertical gardens. You've got you have like a, a patio or you know like, in, like a closet somewhere you can do like the grow i mean you can hang them from a door uh you know the manager that my trainer that uh, i've been working with for the last couple weeks or the last week he has one that's you know he kind of grows vertically i never heard of that i'm like wow so they have them where you can hang them off uh, the back of a door or something right and so there's ways to do that um if not go to mama bear prepper mama bear prepper on youtube and she's gonna hook you up with some great ideas there's the Alaskan prepper. 
Um, there are all kinds of good information on YouTube. There's, oh my goodness, I cannot think of her name. Ah, oh, she's a sweet lady. Oh my goodness. And she, Mary's Kitchen, I think. Don't quote me on that, but she can tell you all kinds of stuff to do. Right? So just get on to YouTube and, and do some research. And trust me, there are thousands and thousands of videos, right, on what to do. Now, there's some crazy people out there. There's there's always the fringe, right? You've always got the fringe. But most of them are pretty good-hearted people, you know, trying to do what the Lord has called them to do or trying to do what they think is best for themselves and their family and maybe community, right? Because we have to look out for our community. It's not just to look out for yourself, right? If you have elderly people in your community, if you know that one of your neighbors is elderly, you know, help out your neighbors. Even now, with gas prices so high, with energy costs so high, be sure you check on your elderly neighbors, okay? Mm. Just do the godly Christian thing and just make sure that they're doing okay, all right? So let's move along. So another way... For those who can't afford it, it's to stock up on long-lasting emergency food. There's the Wise um, food. There is, oh my goodness, I just kind of went, uh, went Augustine or Augustine or something like that. I do believe they're out of Utah, so they have an emergency line of food. I mean, you have the Patriotic uh, line of food. There's lots of those places out there that you can um, get the, the freeze-dried food, right? You can even go... Um, on Amazon, and you can order freeze-dried food. It's going to last you a very long time. Now, remember, if you are stockpiling water, the water does go bad. So, be sure you look on, on your bottle of water or your cases of water. Like, I'm looking at my bottle right here uh, and see it goes out of date. It looks like, um, I want to say, the 15th used, used by... April the 20th of 2023. Okay, so like right there, I just bought this case of water, I do believe, a few weeks ago. So, I mean, you know, uh, it doesn't last, but maybe a year. So, I think I did buy it in April. So, remember, your cases of water are only good for about a year. And uh, if you go to like those places like the windmill farms or uh, stuff like that, be sure that you get those tablets. I think you can get them at Walmart or Amazon or... I hate to I hate to even throw Amazon up there because of you know what they uh, what they uh, back you know I'm just not too 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 happy with them. Um, but you can go to like like maybe Gander Mountain, um, some places like the military surplus stores. Right, go go local. We have a military surplus store here where I live locally. Uh, you know, go local if you can. Always go local, right? And you camping. Uh, yeah, camping gear like Big Five, or I'm not sure what all you guys may have. But if you can, shop local. And um, yeah, so you get those little pills, you know, the little tablets. And I don't want to call them pills, but tablets. You throw those in the water, and that kind of, you know, sanitizes your water. So be sure you do that. Go online. There's all kinds. Of, I think there's uh, one called the Life Straw. I'm not, I didn't have too good of reviews. But, you know, go online. Go to uh, YouTube. Do Google. Do some research. Try do some research on what you can do because you're going to need water and you're going to need access 
uh, to clean drinking water. Not and, and another thing, I like Mama Bear Prepper. She throws this up there too. You got to keep yourself clean, right? So you're gonna have to be able to keep yourself clean, especially if there's no water, or you may not want to waste your water. So there's like baby wipes. There's all kinds of stuff. There's some that I use, and it's 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 basically just it's a, a wet wipe, but it only has like one one drop of it's like a plant. Um, uh, additive or something so it's basically just water and whatever that little additive is uh, and it's plant-based so it's you know you're not gonna if you have a lot of allergies like I do allergic reactions or if you're like fair-skinned like I am I'm redhead fair-skinned hazel eyes I'm like an Irish Viking or something um, <laughs> the older I get the less red my hair is but yeah so very fair-skinned so I have you know I have to be very careful uh, what I put on my skin and so but yeah but that they work great I think they are called water wipes so they're called water wipes so be sure you get something like that uh, you also need to be thinking um, you know if things really do go bad the grid really does go bad you're not going to have running water uh, you're not going to have uh, sewage you know sanitary like you know you got to plan ahead like what are you going to do um, there's compost toilets out there uh, there's all kinds of things that you can do, basically. But now's the time uh, to start preparing for things like that. I'm not saying going overboard. I'm not saying you ought to panic and go hoard or anything like that. But every time you go to the grocery store, pick up a little bit more things, especially now because prices are, are are going through the roof. It's double what we paid a few weeks or months ago. Uh, I only see it getting worse. You know, we have bumbling, biting, and what a absolute disgrace he is here in texas we've lost 21 people two children two teachers 21 children two teachers in a, a horrific um gunman went into an elementary school and uh we need to pray for those families pray for those teachers pray for those students pray for their parents pray for the ones that were murdered Pray for their friends and family, first responders, doctors, because, you know, that's just an absolute, you can't even wrap your mind around the grief and what some, you know, you just can't, you just, you just can't even fathom, you know, how devastating and horrific that must be, right? And so we need to definitely keep them in prayer and just pray that the Holy Spirit uh, would comfort them as only the Holy Spirit can, Right. And uh, just be in prayer for them. And uh, as Bumbling Biden, that absolute disgraceful, I would like to call him other words, but it's as a Christian program. Um, and as a Christian, I shouldn't even think like that. But when you get angry about things, and the only thing he does was push the, um, yelled about the Democratic talking points about gun control. So, you know, he literally just trampled over, over the, the souls of those children and teachers and people that were lost um he didn't give an he didn't give a damn about those people he didn't care about those families he didn't care about anything he used it uh to push the democratic agenda and so that absolutely angers me and i never had respect for the man anyway um and i surely don't now but anyway you know that's just uh I don't know. It's just, you know, it's a bad thing. We just need to keep those families and, and, and that whole community um, in prayer that the Lord would protect them and that he would comfort them because he's, you know, 
man, just, you know, the Holy Spirit. Jesus is our comforter. So anyway, so we're going to move along, you know, just so you want to stock up on some long lasting food, right? Not just any food, you know, you want food that's going to give you energy. It's going to keep you full, right? Uh, Which means carbs. So I'm, I'm technically a low carb keto person. Uh, but during times like these, you're going to want carbs, right? You're going to want a carb. So uh, anyway, because if you want to explore the world emergency food, millions of American families already have prepared for a food crisis. Whether he gives you the website here, which is mypatriotsupply.com. And if you order, if you go to the um, Gateway Pundit, so go to the gatewaypundit.com, you can look up the article, Experts Warn Us uh, Grid Failure Hot Summer Months, uh, and all that, almost half of us are at risk. Um, if you go there, you can use their link, and um, looks like you might get you might get a, a pretty good deal on that. So definitely go there and do that. And so, you know, I bring this up because number one, we need to be prepared um, as Christians. We definitely need to be prepared because we're called, you know, to take care of our families, to take care of our friends. You know, we need to take care of our community, especially the elderly. Um, we're always called to take care of the widows, the widowers, and the elderly, right, and children. So that's what we're called to do. And so in times of crisis, we need to be planning for that, right? And so don't only stock up for yourself, but you know, keep in mind, you know, the people that you need to take care of. God will put them on your heart. He'll, you'll know who you need to take care of. And so I'm going to move on from there. But, you know, go to Mama Bear Prepper. Um, on YouTube, and you'll see it because I do believe her. Um, let me just go and check. I just want to be sure that I'm going to give you the right. You because there's a few of them out there, you know. And you want to get you want to get the right one. You know, I don't want to steer you guys to uh, the wrong one. So let's see your Mama Bear Prepper. I'm just going to top her into the uh, thing here. So, um, you know, she's got great videos. I think she posts on them every day except for Sunday. And uh, she's got great, she's, uh, I think she just retired from the military or just, you know, just got out of the military. So, yeah, so you'll see her and it's like a bear. Uh, so when you say like it's green, like military green, <laughs> and it's like a bear and it says mama bear, mama bear prepping. So you'll know it because she's got about 30,000 followers. So go check that. And if you want to link to her, I should, I'll link her uh, to my YouTube channel as well. I'm not on YouTube very much anymore. Um, because, uh, they just, they, you know how they are. If you speak anything that's not part of their narrative, they will subdue you and just, you know, I mean, I could probably post a video now. It's been a few months since they gave me my last warning, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to move on. So Davos elites warn nations not to resist, uh, the painful global transition. And so... I did want to check that out. So this is by Art Moore, and that's uh, WND. Uh, let me go back. Uh, so I, I did, um, well, this is promoted post on the Gateway Pundit. I wanted to give the author's name here, but uh, there's not an author. So um, sorry about that. But if you guys do go uh, to the website, you'll be able to check it out. So this one is a WND, and it is posted by Art Moore. Uh, and it was published uh, May 24th, which was yesterday at 8.16 p.m. So, echoing pro uh, President Biden's comments, two European leaders at the World Economic Forum meetings in Davos, Switzerland, described the record gas prices as part of a painful period of transition to alternative in 
energy that should not be raised, uh, resisted, should not be resisted. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Tucker Carlson, I do believe it was either today or maybe yesterday. He did a whole good um, uh, episode on that. He talked about you know, how Biden has shut down a lot of our um, reserve, or shot down a lot of our oil fields and stuff like that here where we could be producing our own oil. Because if you remember under Trump, we were... Uh, we didn't need anybody, right? We didn't need Europe. We didn't need the Middle East. We didn't need Russia. We didn't need any of that because we were self-sufficient, right? And we still could be self-sufficient. But he shut down most of that. But what's he want us to do? Buy oil from Venezuela. That's what he wants. Remember, just, to, what, a few months ago, Venezuela was, was criminal and dictatorship and blah, blah, blah. But now, oh, they're perfectly fine and we need to buy oil from them. So, you know... Think about it, folks. It's all being planned. And so, anyway, uh, German Vice Chancellor Robert Habeck, as uh, Summit News reported, said Monday that governments should not seek to protect their citizens from the consequences. So, we're not supposed to protect us, right? Just, you know, yeah. To hell with y'all. We're just going to do what we're going to do. And you guys are just going to have to suffer, right? So, he goes, continues, and he says, Norwegian Finance CEO Kirsten Braven uh, described the energy crisis as a transition full of hardship, but insisted the pain is, quote, worth it, unquote. Of course, for them, because these people are extremely wealthy, and it doesn't even phase them. I can guarantee they probably don't even know how much a gallon of gas is, much less how much it would cost to fill up a vehicle. They probably haven't looked at their utility bill, and who they probably never looked at their utility bill, right? Mm. I probably have no idea how much utilities even run. Hell, they probably don't even know what a utility bill is. Let's put it that way. So, Biden, meanwhile, said Monday that the pain of the pump was part of, quote, an incredible transition, unquote, of the American economy away from oil and natural gas. So, when it comes to the gas prices, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over, Biden told reporters after his meeting with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. Biden insisted that nevertheless, his administration's actions have been able to keep the energy crisis from getting worse and it's bad. He's an absolute liar. I'm just going to throw that in there. You want to hear it from his own mouth? Here. Nah, I can't stand to listen to that moron. We're going to continue. So, Germany's uh, Habak emphasized that the long-term issue of climate change, uh, which was the focus of the Davos conference two years ago, must be a prime consideration. And he said the world must no longer be beholden to the rule of the markets. We have to state that we collaborate, which is the U.S. dollar. I'm just going to throw that out there. But anyway, he continues. We have to state that we collaborate in the... Listen to this, folks. We have to state that we collaborate in one world and have some solidarity in the world. But, therefore, we have to change the rule of the markets as well, he said. I'm just going to throw you all what that means. One world government. We're moving to the one world government. Quickly, I might add. Brayton acknowledged the pain high gas prices inflict on small and medium businesses. Really? Sure. I'm sure they have any idea. They have no idea. They absolutely do not give a darn. I'm just telling you. 
So it continues. Uh, we need to accept that there will be some pain in the process, she said. The pace that we need to transition to alternative energy will open up for missteps. <laughs> this is what they call it. It will open up for shortages in energy. It will open up for inflationary pressures. And maybe we need to start talking about it now because that pain is worth it. Now, folks, they are gambling with you and me and your grandparents, your grandmother, your auntie, your uncle, uh, that um, who's already living on social security or disability, um, as of which the government, it's like a giant Ponzi scheme here in the United States, and they'll never, they'll, I mean, you know, they're already living, I've seen people live on like seven, $800 a month, um, $1,200 a month. Now, those are just missteps, right? These are just, it's going to open up for some missteps, right? Really? It's going to open up for these people to die. Like They're already having to make decisions, you know, should I buy my medication or do or do I fill my car up with gas? Groceries are, can I, can I get yet food or do I need the medication that I have to have to stay alive? You know, what, what do I need to do? Can I, you know, this is where we're at and it's only going to get worse and they don't give a damn. They call them missteps. Missteps. That's what they call them. Just want to throw that in there. Should anger you. Should anger you that these people uh, are playing with their lives like that. They're just like pulling these little strings and, you know, they're like little puppets. And, you know, we're just on a little bar board game to them. You know, this is all it is to them because they're absolutely evil with a capital E. They are wicked to the core. Absolutely wicked and I say that as calmly as I possibly can. But, folks, <laughs> it's time to wake up and smell the world is burning down as we speak. But, uh, yeah, do you smell? Th That's not the fire in Colorado. That's not the fires in Colorado, in California only. That's the whole world burning down. But, you know, I digress. The Bible said these things were going to happen. Jesus said when they begin, when they begin to start happening, hold your head up high for your redemption draws near. And what does Titus tell us to do? To look for the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, our great King, our great God, Jesus Christ, God Almighty. Because remember, every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So either you do it now or you're going to do it later. I would prefer to do it now. Um, but, you know, we live in that world and you see the evil coming out of the woodwork. Just look around, folks. Things are, you know, things are only going to get worse. What is it? The uh, Was it Peter that said um, things will wax worse and worse? Or was that Timothy? I'll tell you what you can do is you can pull up. So I'm going to pull it up right now for you guys. Uh, 2 Timothy. Okay. Type in. You can look any translation you want. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And I remember, you know, my mamma telling me this too. Um, but I remember reading this about 10 years ago thinking, oh my gosh, the world is all true, right? Now I'm going to read it to you now and uh, I'm going to tell you how much worse it has gotten and I do not like the NIV translation. So I'm going to pull up, let's see here, 
What translation should I use? I know some of y'all out there be like, KJV, KJV. <laughs> I like the King James Version and something like I memorized Psalms 23 in the old King James language, my mammal, you know. Um, yeah. Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no ever for my Lord is with me. So, yeah, for thou, for thou art with me. Yeah, thy rod and thy staff, yeah, come for me. So I do, so I do love the language of the King James Version, but since I have people that listen all over the world, I'll make it a little easier. So I'm going to pull up uh, the NASB. I do like the New American Standard Bible. It's literal, more literal, and I do like that. And so difficult times will come. This is Second uh, Timothy chapter three, verses one. I'm just going to read one through seventeen. So. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, Holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied his power, avoid such people as this. So, as these. as verses 1 through 4. And so, yes. So, I'm going to move on down. Uh, so, listen to this. So, now, now he goes on. This is verse 10. It says, Now you follow my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and suffering such as happened to me in Antioch at Iconium. And in Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. So remember that. Indeed, all who want to live in a godly way in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But evil people and impostors will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. You, however, this is you, born-again Christian. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work. So, leave you that, guys. I'll leave you probably with that. Um, not sure what else <laughs> I can tell you on that, but right there, difficult times have come. So it says it will come. Uh, when the Apostle Paul had wrote this, and we can now say they are here. They are here, and uh, boy, they are loud, aren't they? Telling us what's going on. And so let me see if there's any other ones. So uh, the WHO withdraws 12 Biden sovereignty amendments amid fierce opposition. Of course, that was Wednesday. Uh, that is today. Today. So this is another one from the WND, and this article is again written by Art Moore, published yesterday. So, amid charges of ceding U.S. sovereignty to the World Health Organization, 12 of the 13 amendments submitted by Biden administration for a vote in the World Health Assembly, 
Assembly this week in Geneva have been removed from consideration. The amendments were publicized only last month, and it was the advocacy of independent researcher James Roguski that alerted the public to the implications for U.S. sovereignty, prompting a groundswell of popular opposition, largely in the past week, who has been monitoring the WHA proceedings, which began Sunday, said the withdrawal appears to be the result of the, quote, massive response from people all over the world in opposition to the amendments to the international health regula- uh, regulations, along with legal actions in the UK and a whole lot of prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. He is a mighty God. He is, oh my goodness, words, words can't explain how awesome and, and, and reverence our God is. Woo, what a mighty God we serve. So we're going to continue. Along with the fact that the amendments can be resubmitted in the future in the WHO's ultimate objective is for the leading nations to sign a global pandemic treaty, quote, now is not the time to relax, unquote, Roguski wrote on his Substack page dedicated to the issue. So he goes, the news that the removal of a dozen amendments came through legal action filed in the United Kingdom by a physician, Zach Cox. After his May 17th request for judicial review was rejected, Cox filed an appeal last Friday. The UK government legal department of the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care replied to Cox that the appeal was without merit because 12 of the 13 proposed amendments had been removed from consideration. That was due, the government said, to the fact that the WHO's working group for pandemic response was, quote, unable to reach a consensus. Aha, uh-huh, unquote. So, uh, the working group had the task of shepherding the amendments. Um, I always use the word shepherding, right? Shepherding the amendments through a process in preparation for them to uh, be presented to the World Health Assembly. Everything's world, right? It's all world this, world that. Mm, take note, folks. The one remaining Biden amendment reduces the period of time in which a nation can withdraw its vote on an amendment to the international health regulations from 18 months to six months. So instead of having a year, a little over a year, you now only have a half a year. In an interview Tuesday with War Room, Roguski explained that opponents of the move to give the WHO more power shouldn't rest because the working group for pandemic response will never give up. They will keep trying to do this again in the future, he said. We've got to stay vigilant. Last week, in interviews with the WND, acclaimed health reformer Dr. Peter Bregan, mRNA technology inventor Dr. Robert Malone, and former Congress member Michelle Bachman warned that the Biden amendments amounted to a handover of U.S. sovereignty over health care. So Bregan argued the U.S. is the one power that stands in the way of globalism. Malone described the Biden move as U.S. Uh, giving the China-controlled WHO the keys to the kingdom. And Bachman pointed to the U.S. capitulation uh, to the World Health Organization during the pandemic, urged Americans to melt the phone lines of their elected officials. And so you can actually uh, go and see the interview with uh, uh, Roguski's interview with the War Room. And so it's actually on the WNT. If you scroll on down, it's right there in the middle. So, guys, lots of stuff going on. Uh, I know we'd all been in prayer over that. I know I had uh, done several episodes. Not only I did, but I got them from John Holler, the people that I listen to and I watch. You know, that's where I learn all these things from so that I can, you know, 
Uh, if you haven't heard from them, maybe I can pass on some information to you guys. But we can give glory to God uh, that those amendments in those treaties and did not go through at the World Health Assembly there at Davos, uh, Switzerland. So praise God for that. UK was leading that. And, uh, you know, I, that's crazy because I go to the UK to get a lot of my news because their media seems to be more free and not as propagandized as the United States. I used to go to Australia, but their government's pretty propagandized too. Um, but, you know, in order for, in order for this whole global, you know, elitist, antichrist, the whole thing that's going to rise up, right? And, you know, the technology is there, folks. It is so totally there. There's things they've got that mean you couldn't even dream of, right? But in order for this all to happen, the United States has to fall. We ha and they are working hard. They've been working since the 1900s, infiltrating our education department, our health care department, you know, all kinds of, you know, parts of our country and transportation and, you know, all of a sudden they get the 5G towers going up. Those things are or worrisome if you can't put one of those 5g towers up within two miles of an airport what is that doing to you and me what is that doing to animals what is that doing to you know they, they care no they don't give a damn people they don't care and they talk about you know how we're supposed to climate change and you need to take care of the government and the environment and blah 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 but yet they do things like that they put these 5g towers up and these giant you know wind turbines to kill birds and like you know they don't care they don't care and of course you know we want everything to go all electric you've got to go they remember like the, we got to push electric you've got to get these wind turbines you've got to do this you've got to we got to get away from fossil fuels and we got and then here we're talking about you know uh, energy crises and you know half of the United States is not going to be able to power their homes during the hottest part of the summer and of course come winter time is going to get even worse but yet they want us to all go electric right and I told you guys before if you want to go look at how they get the components and the things for the batteries in Africa you know go check that out you can even look at W it's W-I-O-N I think it's like Ion China or something like that go check them out too um, but yeah, that's what they want. And those, I just please go watch those videos of those young children beating, rock, trying to get this stuff um, to sell for like pennies on the dollar. Uh, go look at that. And if that doesn't infuriate, if they didn't give you righteous anger, I don't know what will. But uh, you see, it's all a hoax. Everything is a deception. The whole thing. You, you ever get the feeling that you're living in a parallel universe? I mean, I do. <laughs> I feel like that, right? I feel like I'm living in a parallel universe some days. But I also know that, you know, Jesus said we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And he goes, if they persecuted him, they will persecute us. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. The days are going to be dark. They're going to get bad. Everything is going to get bad. I don't say it to scare you. I say it to prepare you. But we have the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit lives inside each and every born again believer, which means you and I are the salt and light of the world, right? Because we have Christ living inside of us. Now it's not the time for us to cower down, right? It is the time for us to prepare. Um, I'm not saying not to prepare and I'm not saying to go hoard things either. <laughs> but I am saying that we need to prepare, right? 
um, we need to prepare. The Lord Jesus gave us the Bible, right? He told us what was coming. Why do you think he told us that? To prepare us. So if, you know, the more prepared you are, the more you're able to, you know, preach the gospel and tell people about Jesus. And even in these times, we're able to help people. That's what we're here for. Um, to show the love of Jesus Christ. And not just to show the love, but to be doers of the word. Not just hearers of the word, but be a doer of the word. What does the Bible say? If you see if you see your brother or your sister or a lost person and they're on the side of the road and they need money, clearly you can say they're starving, right? I can always say, like, if I see people like that, I don't give. I don't just give to everybody. But if I get that unction from the Holy Spirit, then I will. Because, you know, there's a lot of scammers out there, right? And so, but, you know, don't just, don't just drive up next to them and you clearly know they're starving, right? And you just pray, oh, Lord Jesus, I'll just bless them with some food, right? And then you go on when you were perfectly capable to help those people. So, to be a doer of the word, you pull up next to somebody, clearly they are hungry. What do you do? You get them food, right? Don't just pray, oh, may the Lord keep you warm and fed, right? No, we be a doer of the word. We go and bless those folks. So, anyway, with that, guys, I'm going to get off of here. <laughs> and as always, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And uh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Especially during these end times, my prayer is that he will protect us, each and every one of us. And that he would just give pastors the boldness to preach eschatology to preach the end times to preach what is coming may he give the pastors the wisdom and discernment to shepherd their flocks to get them prepared to get them prepared to either go in the rapture or prepared to meet christ face to face either way we're going to meet him one day and uh, i look forward to that day and i hope you do too my prayer is that the lord jesus will come and take us home soon and ask us in jesus name Amen. Thanks, you guys, for listening so much. I appreciate your support. May God bless each and every one of you.